0: What's happening, far, Far Away family? Welcome back to Star Wars and 10. Yeah, we're back to the dreaded Monday, but hopefully it won't be that bad. At least one thing is over for me. No more injections. Friday was my last one, but I don't know what they were supposed to do because my body feels exactly the same as it did. It changed nothing, and I don't know what I can do next. I know what we're going to do at this point. We're going to get back to the story because it's starting to get intense. And how do we get to the middle of the show? By dropping the intro. Welcome to Star Wars in 10. Now hit the intro. Well,
1: you have. You are now tuned in to a Star Wars show, so just sit back and be ready to flow. Clear your mind of what you know, and let the force be the course of where we go. As we take this journey far, far away, now let's hear what John Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. Xana was both confused and dismayed by his reaction. Instead of being guarded, wary, or even outraged at discovering an intruder in his home, Seth seemed to be hitting on her. His tone was playful and suggestive. Couldn't he sense that his life hung in the balance? Couldn't he sense the danger he was in? Set responded to her refusal with an easy shrug. Followed me home from the party, did you? He guessed. Normally, I wouldn't forget such a pretty face. Xana cursed herself as a fool. She had come here looking for an apprentice and found nothing but a womanizing fool too interested in making clumsy advances to recognize her power. Her failure was embarrassing. She knew with certainty Darth Bane would have seen Set for what he was right away. You still haven't told me your name, Set reminded her, waggling his finger in front of his face. You're a very naughty girl. The attack came the instant Xana opened her mouth to reply. It came without any warning. Set moving with the preternatural speed of the Force. The Dark Jedi's lightsaber materialized in his hand, igniting and spiraling across the room toward her faster than thought itself. Zana barely managed to duck out of the way, the lightsaber's blade slicing off a section of her cape as she threw herself to the floor. By the time the weapon completed its boomerang path and returned to Set's hand, he was on his feet, as was Zana. She realized Set's initial greeting had all been an act. He had been waiting with his lightsaber up his sleeve the whole time, just looking for XANA to lower her guard. Maybe there was hope for him yet. You move fast, Set noted, a hint of admiration in his voice. His words no longer carried the light-easy tone of a guest at a party. He had dropped all pretense now. His blue eyes were sharp and focused, boring through his opponent, searching for any weakness he could exploit. XANA braced herself for his next assault. In her mind, the next few seconds played out in a thousand different scenarios, each unique in its specific details. Each a vision of a possible future glimpsed through the power of the Force. The sheer number of possibilities could be overwhelming, but Bane had trained her well. Instinctively, she collapsed the matrix of probabilities into the most likely outcomes, effectively allowing her to anticipate and react to her opponent's next move even before it happened. Set fired out a sharp burst of dark-side power in a shimmering wave designed to knock her from her feet. XANA easily countered by throwing up a protective energy barrier, the simplest and most effective way for one Force user to defend against the attacks of another. It was a technique taught to every Jedi Padawan, and it had been one of the earliest lessons Bane had required her to master. You're a Jedi? Set exclaimed. A Sith, XANA replied. I thought the Sith were extinct. He replied, casually twirling his lightsaber in one hand, never taking his eyes off Xana. Not yet. She stood still, her own lightsaber still tucked inside her belt. But she was wary now. Set had almost fooled her once, and she wasn't about to let it happen again. Let me see if I can fix that. As he leapt over the couch toward her, Xana ignited her own weapon. The twin blade sprung to life, and she fell into the familiar dance. Set came in low to start, slashing at her legs. When she parried his incoming blade, he spun away quickly, moving out of range before she could retaliate. With the force, he picked up a bronze bust on the side of the room and hurled it toward her left flank. At the same time, he dived forward into a somersault that brought him close enough to strike at her right side as he tumbled past her. Xana easily repelled both threats, her spinning blade slicing the bust in half, even as she pivoted just enough so that Set's weapon missed her hip by less than a centimeter. For good measure, she kicked him hard in the back as he rolled past. A blow meant not to disable him, but to goad him on to further aggression. When two skilled combatants engaged each other with the lightsaber, the blades moved so quickly it was impossible to think and react to each move. Bane had taught her to rely on instinct, guided by the Force, and honed by thousands of hours training in the martial forms. This training allowed her to realize within the first few passes that Set was using a modified variation of Ataru, a style defined by quick aggressive strikes. In only the first few moments of battle, she had already evaluated her opponent, noting his speed, agility, and technique. Set was good. Very good. But Xana also knew without any doubt that she was much, much better. Set, however, had yet to come to the same realization. Her kick had had the desired effect. When he came at her the next time, his face was twisted with snarling rage. His fury allowed him to call upon the dark side, making him even more dangerous as he unleashed his next series of attacks. Leaping high in the air, crouching low to the ground, lunging forward, springing back, spinning, twisting, and twirling. He came at her from every conceivable angle in a relentless barrage meant to overwhelm her defenses, only to have Zana turn his efforts back with a cool, almost casual efficiency. Lightsaber battles were brutal in their intensity. Few duels lasted more than a minute. Even for a trained Jedi, the effort of all-out combat was exhausting, particularly when using the acrobatic maneuvers of Ataru. It didn't take long for XANA to sense that her opponent was wearing down. She, on the other hand, was barely winded. At Bane's urging, she had become an expert in the defensive sequences of the Sereso form. It was simple for her to parry, redirect, or evade her opponent's blows by using Set's own momentum against him, easily keeping the Dark Jedi at bay. In their short encounter, she was presented with at least a dozen opportunities to land a lethal blow to the silver-haired man. But she hadn't come here to kill him. Not yet, at least. She had come here to test him, to see if he was worthy of being her apprentice. He didn't have to beat her to succeed in Xana's eyes. He only had to show potential. Despite his inability to penetrate her defenses, she had seen enough to satisfy her. He may have been reckless and wild with the lightsaber, but he was also imaginative, and even at times a little unpredictable. He had shown enough cunning when they first met to make Xana underestimate him. And most importantly, she could feel the power of the dark side raging within him as he grew more and more determined to take her out. Futile those efforts might be. She was toying with him now, dragging the battle out. It wasn't enough for her to want set as an apprentice. He also had to want her to be his master. She had to prove her superiority so completely that he would be willing to serve it wasn't enough just to beat the dark jedi she had to break him
0: okay this was my kind of part it had to build up to the action then bam right into the fight now xana wasn't trying to kill sid she was just testing his resolve and his skills to see if he could be her apprentice and that's where this part came to an end now let's get to the quote of this week and it comes to us from robert collier Success is a sum of small efforts, repeated day in and day out. See, you don't have to conquer the world in a day, but you do have to do some work every day in order to achieve your goals. Make sure you do no less than a couple of things a day that applies to getting closer to your end game. No matter how trivial it may seem, do something every day that applies. It will get you one step closer to achieving your goals. Maybe it's marketing or promoting, or learning a step that coincides with your ideas. Whatever it may be, just find a way to motivate yourself to do something every day. Remember, time is the one thing that you can't get back. So don't waste any of your time not working on your goals. Okay, that's all I got for today. Join us tomorrow for the next part. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars in 10. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Keen Eye Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pig Film Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.